Welcome to the Ramon Crocodilians Productions Podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to do is about theories in the monsterverse. Alright, now, one thing I love to touch up on is, okay, we know how powerful Godzilla is. With the atomic breath. Now, I want to go. I want to do a throwback on this one. Kong has his real lightning power, which is his lightning fist. Anybody, any Kong fan out there, have ever thought about? Okay, even any MonsterVerse fan, have y'all thought about how the battle could have been different if Kong would have had his lightning fist? Don't get me wrong, the axe is cool, the axe is ancient. I see why they went with the axe is because they wanted a more ancient storyline to fit the characters, and it did. Don't get me wrong, I love that. But, <laughs> but, let's not forget in Kong Skull Island. Kong had that had survived the napalm scene. Anybody ever occurred to this conclusion that or to this theory Kong having fire fists as his powers? I know some people might think I'd be delusional for saying this, but I'm just speaking in theory wise. I think they should have went as well, not only with the axe, like in case the axe had stopped working. I feel like what they should have did was too in Godzilla and GVK, Godzilla versus Kong. I feel like they should have gave Kong some fire fists because Kong had survived the napalm scene when he was just a teenager, an adolescent. I feel like Kong and Kong Skull Island, I feel like that version of him should have had at least some type of fire ability. And he could have trans, like, as he got older, he could have knew how to use his fire fist. Since Kong loves to punch a lot, I feel like fire fist would have suit him very good. Because notice how in Kong Skull Island, Kong did not even... His his fur, I mean his fur did burn, but it didn't burn like like off of his body type of burn, but it burned pretty well. Yep. So it's crazy because I don't know. I feel like if Kong had fire fire fist. I think he would have taken out Godzilla or even his his regular lightning fist from back in the day. I think he would have gave Godzilla some hell. I mean, he did with the axe. I love how he I love how he leaped up in the air 
towards Godzilla and with the axe up and then the axe was controlling the atomic breath and he said boom they had collided so that was one of the that I think that was the most epic scene besides the aircraft carrier scenes when they first met I think that one that one was the second most epic scene um yeah I don't know. That's just my take on it. What do y'all think out there? Kaiju fans, Godzilla fans, King Kong fans, Monsterverse fans. What y'all think? I'm going to start doing some podcasts too. So stay tuned for my podcast. And yeah, stay tuned. I got plenty more theories to talk about. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. And I'll holler at y'all later. Deuces. Welcome to the Ramon Crocodilians Productions Podcast. Today I want to get into who will win between... The Mutos and the Skull Crawlers, aka the Skull Devils. First, I like to get into the Mutos. The Mutos are these black parasites. They're huge. They're at least about 300 feet. They, as I've read in the Godzilla Aftershock book, the Muto Prime, and even in the Godzilla, first I'll say the 2014 Godzilla movie. The Mutos, they survived off of the pulses. They created an, a pulse. And that's where Dr. Um, not sure Zawa, but Brian Cranston's character, he discovered that the seismic activity was not an earthquake. And they discovered that the Seismic activity was consistent, which were the the mutos. And so, in the 2019 Godzilla Aftershock graphic novel, the Muto Prime had the sonic pulses. And with the mutos, they have these, they pretty much have radiation in them. Now, the male mutos can fly the one in the 2014 movie in Godzilla movie can fly the female she was huge she had the eggs she didn't have no wings now the skull crawlers on the other hand are very very dangerous the ones in Kong Skull Island were 95 feet the biggest one I think was a hunt. Nah, I'm gonna say the biggest one. Yeah, the biggest one had to be at least about a hundred feet. Well, maybe a little less. And then the little ones were about seventy feet, something like that. But I know they was quite big. Um, They have these, uh, the skull crawlers have these shark claws. 
they have two legs, long tails. They have a very wide, like narrow mouth. They have long tongues to where they can pull they they prey in, like they did that, like this one skull crawler did on that battle scene by the by the skulls where Kong parents live. They shouldn't have never went down there. But anyway, my point is looking at these characters' abilities and figuring out like the skull crawlers, they don't like explosions. So that's what wake, wakes them up. I think if I had to say like it won't be fair to put a little skull crawler or the little skull crawlers against the mutos. I would say an ancient skull crawler prime, like a male, like a king. That's about like 300 feet against a muto, like a muto prime. That's like 300 feet. I will put money. I will put money on. It'll be an excellent battle because the Mutos are strong. They're big. They're very stealthy. The Skull Crawler is very durable, as we've seen in Kong Skull Island. And. The skull crawlers are, are faster. Now the mutos, they they are the mutos are probably be stronger, but against a, a 300 feet skull crawler prime, an ancient skull crawler king, it'll be a good battle to see. It'll be tough. But I'm more of a fan of the skull crawlers. I think people tend to underestimate the skull crawlers. The mutos are strong too, but the queen, the, the female muto, she got taken out easy by Godzilla. So in the male skull crawler from Kong Skull Island, he didn't really get taken out that easy. I'm not even gonna count the Mecha Godzilla in the Skull Crawler fight, cause that was kinda bad. That was horrible. But Mecha Godzilla, they rigged that fight. Mecha Godzilla had that all the way. But this is between the Mutos and the Skull Crawlers. Me personally, I think the Skull Crawlers are better characters because they are lizards. They're quick. They're more. I think they're more natural than the Mutos. But. The Mutos are some pretty cool characters. I love how the eyes light up. I think it'll be an awesome battle, me personally. But what do y'all think out there, Monsterverse fans? Do y'all think the Mutos and the Skull Crawlers will be an excellent battle? Because I sure think so. I know many people may disagree with me and pick the Mutos, but everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Let me know what y'all think. Y'all have a wonderful day. Welcome to the podcast of Ramon Crocodilians Productions. Y'all, today I'm back with another episode. 
is going to be called the original king. Who is the original king? Is it Godzilla or is it King Kong? Hmm. This is a good question. I think Godzilla and Kong, King Kong are both kings in their own rights. They both are titans. They both deserve to be called kings. For those on my YouTube channel and those who used... No, I'm not even going to say those on my YouTube channel. I'm going to say those who used to troll me on YouTube. Talking about, oh, I'm just a Kong fanboy. Y'all right. But y'all y'all getting me twisted. I'm a Godzilla fan too. I'm just seeing it from both perspectives. See, people not looking at it like this. You... You have to look at it of who came first in cinema too. Who made history in cinema. King Kong made that history in cinema. More than Godzilla did. Because King Kong came out in the ni- 1933. Because Son-, Son of Kong came out that same year. 1933. So I love these type of movies. This is, this is my expertise. And Godzilla didn't come out to 1954, but he made a big impact too in Japan. See, Kong, difference between Godzilla and, and King Kong as kings, when they first started out, they both made impacts. That's the similarity. They both are kings, but Kong, King Kong made a huge impact in America. He put America monster movies on the map. Godzilla put Japan monster movies on the map so it's quite interesting and I think they both are very good kings so but who who, if I have to say who is the original king you gotta put King Kong first because he, he came out 19 years earlier than Godzilla did and I feel like King Kong and Godzilla are both inspirations. Don't get me wrong. But I say you got to put Kong first. But other than that, Godzilla, I love his atomic breath and etc. I love the monsterverse in general. I got to read. Matter of fact, I'm just getting ready, to, I'm getting ready to order my monsterverse graphic novels. They should be here tomorrow, so... Expect a video to drop tomorrow on my YouTube channel. Um, and the MonsterVerse Titan Titanology that book is coming soon too. So y'all might want to stay stay tuned. Um, yep. I just love the MonsterVerse. I love kaiju's, giant monsters. They awesome. Matter of fact, I'm gonna have my own giant monsters. That's in the works. So, yeah. So I'm just looking at Godzilla and King Kong as inspiration for my character when he come out. So, yeah. But like I say, y'all, Godzilla and King Kong, they have some similarities they have some mostly differences of course but i just think people overlook king kong too much i think king kong is the original king because he came out earlier 
and he made more of an impact in America. Now, Japan-wise, I would say Godzilla, because that's where Godzilla originated from. But this is America that I'm speaking in terms of perspective. So King Kong has to come first. But, yeah, I just wanted to drop a a nice little podcast for y'all today out there to my Kaiju fans, my Monsterverse fans. My giant monster fans, however y'all want to call it. Shoot, I love the names either way. Yep. Y'all have a wonderful and blessed evening. And I'll holler at y'all later. Peace. Good evening. From Ramon Crocodilians Productions, new podcast. This podcast episode gonna be about Skull Island: The Birth of Kong. That series was pretty cool. I read the first issue and second issue. I haven't finished the third or the fourth one, but I have read um, Skull Island: The Birth of Kong graphic novel it was awesome they had a bunch of action in it they had the death jackals the leaf wings cone skull crawlers monarch they showed tony they showed dr houston brooks in it the guy that put Corey hawkins that played that played um houston brooks and cone skull album it was tight. It was awesome. I don't have that graphic novel. I gotta order it, but I have read it. It was pretty cool. I love the graphics in it and everything. It was tight. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Kong was a beast. The that jack was it wasn't nothing nice either. And the leaf wings, there was something serious. Yep, that was when Kong was a teenager in that one. That was an excellent graphic novel. I haven't really talked about this graphic novel on my YouTube channel, shockingly. Because I don't have the book, but I have read it online. So I just figured I'd just talk about it on here, on my podcast. Yeah. And I love how they did the skull crawlers. It was pretty cool. Very neat. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to make a short podcast for y'all today. From Ramon Crocodilians Productions. I hope y'all have a wonderful and blessed evening. Adios. Welcome to the Ramon Crocodilians Productions Podcast. Yeah, y'all, I'm back on my grind. Today's episode is gonna be called Earth Godzilla in the Monsterverse. 
my theory is what would happen if Earth Godzilla was in the monsterverse? I think it's fair to say he would be he would be like the ultimate beast in the monsterverse because of his size, his basic and special abilities, and the way he looks, his design. I think it'll be fascinating to see Earth Godzilla in the monsterverse. But then, for this one, we will have to throw, we will have to throw Destroyer in the mix. Why? Because Destroyer is like the, one of the biggest, if not the biggest and most powerful villain, I think will be in the MonsterVerse. Because Destroyer is a pretty big crustacean creature. Ain't no joke. I have to do some more. I have to see more about his style and how he fights. His abilities. But I know he's pretty powerful. And I would have to see how his style would be like. But I know Earth Godzilla could take him. But will it be an easy fight? Absolutely not. Because Destroyer is a savage. If I had to pick who is the most savage out of the villains in the MonsterVerse. I mean, yeah, you can't, you cannot count out Earth. I mean, you cannot count out Ghidorah. The false king, King Ghidorah, or Mecha Godzilla. But I just think Destroyer is on another level of savagery. And he has, and I've been noticed this, but Destroyer has different forms. He has his final form, which I like. Yeah, I think he has wings too, which is scary. And he has juvenile, his juvenile form is where he comes in different forms of himself. They crawl and stuff like crustaceans. It's creepy. Like I said, y'all, if y'all if y'all don't know about this, go check out the old Godzilla movies where Godzilla has fought Destroyer. Cause I'm gonna have to go back and watch those. This is why I love entertainment, especially movies and comics, because he's in the comics too, the graphic novels. I love graphic novels too, but Destroyer is a pretty, is a pretty savage. I mean, he's, he's, he's like a badass in a way. That's what I meant to say. But other than that, 
Akase Ghidorah, King Ghidorah, the false king, Mecha Godzilla will always be in that mix. And another one we had another villain we have to throw in the mix too will be Gigan. Because Gigan is pretty Gigan is just a straight up savage too. He got them claws, he has laser abilities, like Mecha Godzilla. He's a beast too. Now is he a beast on Ghidorah? And destroyer level? No. But I do say he's on Mecha Godzilla's level though. But I'ma get I'ma make another podcast about that. Mecha Godzilla or Gigan versus Mecha Godzilla. I think that'll be a one hell of a battle. I'm not even gonna lie, y'all. I think that'll be a one heck of a battle. To see Gigan in the Monsterverse against Mecha Godzilla. It'll be fascinating to see. But I'm gonna get into that that episode, that podcast later. But this podcast is like if Earth Godzilla was in the Monsterverse, I think it'll be a good fight between him and Legendary Godzilla because we don't know how Legendary Godzilla will react to Earth Godzilla's presence, which would be very interesting to see. But who knows? Yep. Earth Godzilla and the Monsterverse would be fascinating. I would love to see how Kong reaction would be too. King Kong. We could it's safe to say we could call him King Kong now because I read on Screen Rant. They say King Kong, his name, his real name is confirmed now in the Monsterverse. So it's awesome. But Earth Godzilla. If he was to be in the Monsterverse, I would love to see that. And I would love to see how would they do his designs in live action. But yeah, y'all. Like I said on my YouTube video. On my channel today. Get at me. Stay posted. Y'all don't want to miss it. I hope y'all have a blessed evening. And I'll holla at y'all later. Deuces. Welcome to the Ramon Crocodilians Productions Podcast. Today's topic is going to be about what if Gigan was in the Monsterverse. Alright, many of you kaiju fans out there know Gigan is one is one of the baddest villains in the Toho Kaiju franchise. Many of you know that Gigan 
is also originated from Toho Company. Just like Godzilla, King Ghidorah. You know. Now, how would Gigan do in the MonsterVerse? If I my prediction, I think Gigan would do quite well. I feel like he could adapt to the environment like how he did in the Toho films. I feel like Gigan would pose a good threat to Godzilla. Would it be a big threat like King Ghidorah? Absolutely not. But Gigan is still pose a threat in some kind of way because he's not from the natural order on Earth. He's an alien, just like how King Ghidorah was, which is quite interesting. Um, I feel like, like, how would Gigan's design look in the MonsterVerse? Ain't no telling. I feel like Gigan's design would be... It'll be upgraded. I feel like he could be more terrifying. Um, especially with his claws, you know, his tail, etc. Now, how would his abilities be in the MonsterVerse? My theory would be his, he'll be more amped up. For example, look at Mecha Godzilla. When Mecha Godzilla fought Godzilla, and how he came back and destroyed, like how he was so dominant against Godzilla, that's what I mean by amped up. Like Apex had Mecha Godzilla come back as a new version, like an upgraded version of himself, and Mecha Godzilla was so powerful. Especially with his red atomic breath. It was able to do a lot of damage to the Skullcrawler. It was able to kill the Skullcrawler with ease. Um, which I didn't like in GVK. But it's cool. Um, but yeah, Mecha Godzilla. He was something serious. He was a... He was, he was a ro- a mechanized beast. He was. Mm-hmm. But. I think Gigan would do. Back to Gigan. I feel like he would do quite well in the, in the MonsterVerse. Because of his claws. Not just his super abilities. But the way. He can adapt to the environment. Like how he did in the Toho films when he came to Earth. Although he was in a whole different setting from where he's originated from. I think Gigan will build quite the will be quite the mystery that the Monsterverse could need right now. If not Gigan, it'll be Destroyer for sure. In my opinion. That's just my theory. I feel like Gigan's abilities, like his special abilities, like his laser beams, for example, 
will be quite deadly in the MonsterVerse, in my opinion. His tail will be a lot sharper, faster, deadlier, especially his claws. Gigan is quite a character. I feel like legendary, legendary did. From what I heard, they said it was gonna bring Gigan and Destroyer. Speaking of those two, into the MonsterVerse, but I don't know how true it is. But they will definitely pose some mysteries around. Legendary's MonsterVerse. It'll be quite interesting to see. But yeah, y'all, I just wanted to drop a podcast for y'all today. Y'all have a safe and blessed day. And keep on grinding no matter what. Stay posted. I have a lot more podcasts coming, so... Get ready for those. Deuces. Welcome to the podcast of Ramon Crocodilians Productions. I'm in the sound of nature, y'all. Today, I'm getting ready to talk about the ultimate battle. Just like on my YouTube channel. On my newest video that's getting ready to drop. Um, This one's going to be about Burning Godzilla. And the MonsterVerse Kong having his lightning fist. Like in the Toho film. But with infinite charge. Who will win? The reason why I say this is the ultimate battle is because we don't know how powerful Kong would be with his lightning fist. I think he would be deadly and unstoppable because like I said on my YouTube channel, on my video, we know he's incredibly Godzilla. We know how powerful he is. But with Kong, we wouldn't know how powerful he would be if he had an extra energy boost, like a lightning fist. Like how he had in the 1962 Toho film. It'd be quite the match to see. And like I say, y'all, Godzilla has a lot of radiation. Kong does too, so it would make sense. And... A theoretical way like speaking from theory Kong having electrical fist would give Godzilla trouble more than the axe would although Kong's axe did do some damage to Gajora it still wasn't able to put Godzilla out it wasn't no big big threat to Godzilla like Ghidorah's gravity beams in King of the Monsters. We were able to see how powerful the X was, but it just wasn't enough. 
to put Godzilla down. Because Godzilla was used to those type of explosions. Because look how it previously five years ago, King of the Monsters. Because King of the Monsters took five years, be- place five years before GVK. And with, the, with this battle, Kong wasn't used to this type of battle because Kong doesn't have no special abilities in the MonsterVerse. His only special ability is the axe, but mm, I much rather him having his lightning fist like how he had in the 1962 Toho film because him having his lightning fist will give him an advantage but it not only an advantage but it'll also make him even with Godzilla as far as power as far as weapon weaponry in in the battle but if Kong had his infinite charge and Godzilla had his burning side to him. Theoretically, that'd be a phenomenal match. An interesting one to see. Who will win? I'ma say like I said on my YouTube video. It'd be hard to tell. Because we don't know for sure who will win. But It'll be a, a one very interesting match to see. It would be. It'll be very interesting. And I wish they could do it. Chances, 90%. I'm going to give it a 10% chance. It may happen. But 90% chance, Legendary not going to give... The monster vs. Kong, no lightning fist. Or at least fire fist. They just won't. Unfortunately. But yeah, monster vs. fans, get at me. If y'all are real monster vs. fans and kaiju fans, check out this awesome podcast. Y'all don't want to miss these episodes. I'm telling y'all, y'all don't. So get at me. I'm still on my grind. Time to make it to the top. Let's go. Y'all have a wonderful and blessed Friday and weekend. And new episodes are coming. Stay posted. Stay breezy. Deuces. Welcome to the podcast of Ramon Crocodilian's Productions. Today in this Monsterverse theories series, I say how would Gigan do if he was in the Monsterverse? But this will be a one. This episode is gonna be a very intriguing one. Gigan. Versus Mecha Godzilla. Who wins? For one, I gotta say, Gigan is an alien. He has these long, 
bully claws that he used to scratch his opponents with. And he has cool, very awesome laser beams. And he has a tail. And he kind of looks like a bird in the face, but he's not. He's an alien. Um, I think he have claws on his feet. It's, I have to go back and look at him, but Gigan is a very dangerous opponent. As he knows how to strike, mix his, mix his strikes up. Now, Mechagodzilla, on the other hand, the Monsterverse version has Ghidorah DNA, which if Gigan was to come to the Monsterverse, he'd have to watch out for that. Um, if they'll stab a fight. Mechagodzilla has a tail. He also has like laser beams, but he has more of like an atomic ray like Godzilla has, but his is red. Um... He can shoot missiles. Did the Monsterverse Mecha Godzilla? I think is much stronger than the one in the old Godzilla series, film series, because he was throwing Godzilla against the buildings in GVK, and Mecha Godzilla has that strength. So Gigan will have to watch out for that. But here's what will make it. Here's where the theories part come in. Like, would Gigan be able to take Mecha Godzilla's red atomic breath? And would and how would Gigan and like would Mecha Godzilla survive Gigan's blades if Gigan was to slice him up in close range? I think it'd be fascinating to see. Um, that's a tough one. Never know. I think this match could go either way. I think it would go either way. Yep. And then... I feel like Gigan, if he can't get his claws, like his blades, and scratch Mecha Godzilla up in close range, I think Gigan will use his laser beams and Mecha Godzilla will use his red atomic ray to battle at long distance. And it'll be a good one because they both collide with their special abilities. It'll be a fascinating one to see for sure. It'll be tough, but I don't know. It'll be hard to pick who will win this one because they both are quite powerful. It all depends. I say whoever can make a mistake and capitalize on one of the other's mistakes will be the victor. Whoever... I'm going to put it like this. Whoever can capitalize on one on one or the other will win. 
because one of them will show their weakness and once they do it's a wrap but yeah y'all stay tuned I have more awesome podcasts on the way for the Monsterverse fans Kaiju fans out there Y'all keep spreading my podcast. Let's come up. I have some very interesting theories in mind. So keep on spreading the word. And yeah, y'all have a wonderful day. Adios. Welcome to the podcast. This is of Ramon Crocodilians Productions. Sorry, y'all. I haven't been making a podcast like I was, but I'm back on my grind now, y'all. Let's get it. Hey. This the title of this podcast is gonna be Shin Godzilla in the Monsterverse. I was just, y'all, I was just watching Shin Godzilla the other day. I was watching it yesterday for the second time. Shin Godzilla is a beast. When I tell y'all he's a beast, he's a beast. Like I said on my YouTube channel. If you, like, I'm going to say it on here. If you a real kaiju fan, like a super kaiju fan, like myself, I highly recommend y'all go check out Shin Godzilla 2016 on Vumu.to or get it on Blu-ray and watch it or stream it if you can. Shin Godzilla is a beast. I might not talk about his special abilities on this one, but I'm going to just say the movie-wise, like if it was very good, but I'm going to get into that another time. I'm going to say that for my next episode. Um, Yeah, y'all. If Shin Godzilla, I think Shin Godzilla would do amazing. The 2016 versions... Well, I'm going to say the fourth version. Because he was a bit stronger and more evolved in his fourth form. My bad, I keep saying versions. I meant to say his fourth form. He was just taking bullets from left and right from the military in the movie. Um, He's just a beast. Shin Godzilla is a beast. If he was in the Monsterverse, I think he would do extremely well due to his durability his his power he's pretty much invulnerable um he has nigh invulnerability but that's one of his abilities but i'm gonna get into the other ones another for the next the next episode 
but if Shin Godzilla was in the monster verse, my theory would be he would be the perfect fight for Ghidorah, I think. Why? It's because, like I say, his special abilities. Shin Godzilla, his fourth form, he ain't nothing to mess with. He would give Ghidorah a run for his money. It'll be a wonderful, it'll be a very interesting fight. Wonderful is not the word to use. I'm going to say it'll be fascinating to see who will win that one. Because Ghidorah have them gravity beams. So, like I said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into I'm going to say this one for another episode too. But, I think Shin Godzilla would do quite well in the MonsterVerse. That's my theory. I could see him fighting Ghidorah, Mecha Godzilla. That'd be a good fight to see. Him fighting a Muto. He would destroy a Muto though. Because of his special abilities. But. Yeah, y'all. I just wanted to drop a quick podcast today. Um, I got plenty more podcasts on the way. Stay tuned. Y'all have a wonderful day. Deuces. Welcome to the podcast of Ramon Crocodilians Productions. I'm back, y'all. I'm back with a banger. Um... This podcast is going to be about Legendary Godzilla versus Shin Godzilla. Who wins? Now, I made a YouTube video about this like a, a week or a couple weeks ago. Um, talking about these two awesome, fantastic beasts. Although they share the same name, they're just two different versions. Legendary Godzilla, to start with him, he's mass, extremely massive. And I'm not talking about the 2014 version. I'm talking about the 2019 to 2021 version of him. Legendary Godzilla was brutal, incredibly powerful. Um, I learned two things about him. He has a thermonuclear pulse, which I've been know, but it's bite force, of course. But I, one thing that stood out the most to me that I learned about legendary Godzilla is that he can breathe atomic, like, like he could breathe freezing atomic breath so that's what stood out to me the most is that his atomic breath it can freeze um and yeah he has his arms is somewhat long he's very strong very powerful yeah his bite force is something serious he's 400 no I'm tripping. 
I was thinking of Mecha Godzilla, y'all, for a second. Um, Legendary Godzilla is 393 feet. That's incredibly massive. Um, now Shin Godzilla, on the other hand, Shin Gojira is different from his legendary counterpart from legendary Gojira. The reason why I say that is because Shin Godzilla had different forms in his movie. This is why I didn't say on my YouTube channel. Shin Godzilla had the first form was when his tail blew out of the water. I read about that the other day. That was his first form. His second form is when he started coming on land. And he kept making, he was just destroying stuff. He had them big goofy eyes. Then his third form, he had the big goofy eyes, but he was starting to stand up. Because he actually has five forms. But eventually the form I loved the best was his fourth form. I love how he came, how they made him a monster with that fourth form. That's what stood out to me was that his different abilities. He has different like radiation beams. He could shoot like purple radiation from his mouth. His arms were a little, a little bit too short. But he, he was able to take bullets. He was super durable. Just like legendary Gojira. But... It'll be an excellent match to see because Shin Godzilla was nothing nice. Just like Legendary Godzilla, he ain't nothing nice either. But I feel like Legendary Godzilla's best chance at winning this fight will be to give him his burning ability like how he was in King of the Monsters. That's the only chance I could really see Legendary Godzilla winning. Although he is a bit bigger than Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla is 389 feet tall. So it'll still be a good fight. A, a very interesting battle. I shouldn't say fight. I should say battle. Because these are tight. These are like titans. Well, at least for Legendary Godzilla. <laughs> But it'll be a fantastic battle. I think power-wise, I would give it to Shin Godzilla. Hands down. Shin, durability, power, precision-wise, I'd say it's a tie. Stability, it's a tie. Agility, I give it to Legendary Godzilla. Size legendary Godzilla. It'll be a it'll be a fantastic fight. Who I think will win? It could go either way. That's my prediction. It could go either way. But yeah, y'all, I just wanted to drop a podcast for y'all today. Keep on spreading my podcast. Keep on shining. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. Peace.
Welcome to the Ramon Crocodilians Productions Podcast. I ain't gonna do no topics today, y'all. Sorry I haven't been grinding with my podcast. But I will say this. For those of y'all who's listening out there, I have my own website domain. It's called RamonMerch97.store. It's ramonmerch 97.store for those of y'all who haven't um who don't know about it that's listening out there that's for y'all um I'm gonna get into my monsterverse theories again soon so stay tuned for those I'm gonna make sure I come back with a banger with those so stay tuned for those y'all I hope y'all have a wonderful day Stay safe out there. Stay hydrated. I'm not even one. They stressing about this vaccine or no vaccine mess. Just stay healthy, y'all. That's all I can say. Stay healthy. And just remember, if you are healthy, you are going to be okay. Just keep praying as well. Keep praying. Stay healthy. You're going to be all right. One thing, that's one thing, reason why people are getting a lot of these viruses is because they're not healthy. They're not trying to keep themselves healthy. They're not investing in their health. Like they say, my health is my wealth. So, y'all stay safe out there. Much love to everyone. I hope y'all have a wonderful and blessed day. Also, stay hydrated. Because it is very humid out there, so... Yeah, yeah. have a wonderful evening. Like I say, my Monsterverse theories, they coming back with a banger. For sure. Doses. Welcome to the podcast of Ramon Crocodilians Productions. Mm. Yeah, y'all, I'm back with another podcast. This podcast is gonna be about a legendary Godzilla. How powerful is he? A legendary Godzilla is quite powerful. Mm. Unleashing 2014 legendary Godzilla releasing those deadly atomic breath charging at the Muto blasting the female Muto in rage in brute form easily destroyed the male Muto with his tail and king of the monsters the king of the monsters Gojira has has destroyed his ancient rival King Ghidorah the false king Godzilla destroying him 
as Mothra gave her energy to him. Mothra gave Godzilla as Gejira, as they say, has risen up. His energy exploded. Yes, Ghidorah dropped to him from the sky, but he has returned as burning Godzilla, one of the most powerful forms of Gejira in cinema history. <laughs> Gojira is incredibly powerful. He has the long, he has sharp claws, a whale of a tail, extremely powerful bite force to be reckoned with. He has dorsal plates that are not to be messed with. And he has Arctic atomic breath. He has his regular atomic breath that's so deadly. His ability is like no other. He's a radioactive lizard. He grows over time. From the 2014 Gojira to the GVK Gojira. He's massive. Stay tuned because I have more. messages of what podcast I think I should make like of episodes pertaining to the monsterverse let me know what do y'all want me to do oh yeah y'all I'm going to start adding in some kaiju roars to make my podcast even better so yeah um for those of you if who, who are listening to this podcast, whoever you know that loves giant monsters, put them, tell them about my podcast because they don't want to miss these epi- awesome episodes. So, yeah, this episode is going to be what's next for the Monsterverse. You know, after Godzilla versus Kong earlier this year, you know, after the brawn, brains, throwdown, smash, ultimate kaiju smash down this year. Or should I say, yeah, the ultra smash down. They was duking it out on the big screen. 
smashing each other up, destroying cities. Okay, guys, that's just me being goofy right there. <laughs> but yeah, like I was saying, though, um, Son of Cone. I remember they announced that movie, Son of Cone. Might be the next one. But I also heard some rumors that they are going to do a, a Godzilla versus Kong sequel. I don't know how true that is. We're going to see in the next coming months. We're going to see. Because it's up to Warner Brothers. To, well, really Toho, Warner Brothers, and Legendary. I want to see what they're going to do. As far as kaiju movies go. It'll be very fascinating. To see what they gonna do. I look forward to it. I would love to see. Godzilla and Kong. Team up. This time Kong is better with his axe. In case if there was the fight again. But Godzilla would still have the advantage because he had the atomic breath and he wasn't blasting his atomic breath at full power. So I say Kong should have his lightning powers, like his lightning fists again. There is nothing wrong, in my opinion, with giving Kong, if if they don't give him his lightning fists, at least give him fire fists, thermal fists. That'd be neat. To where he can take Godzilla shots with these. He can block his atomic breath with his fire fist. That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, it'd, it'd be very cool. Um, I look forward to it. I can't wait to see how Son of Kong does, because that movie, I seen that movie, I seen a little bit of it. That movie came out after the first King Kong movie, which was in 1933. So that's been some years ago. That's been almost a a century. (sighs) Yep. But yeah, yeah, I just wanted to make this podcast for y'all today. Stay tuned, y'all. Watch out for any kaijus out there. Because they're boom, boom, zoom, zoom. Because they're out there. And um, I'm going to be making another podcast soon. So feel free to, like I said, earlier during this podcast feel free to drop any voice messages on here if y'all have anchor that way i can improve my podcast i want my podcast to go big so to have to keep on grinding so yeah y'all y'all have a wonderful weekend kaiju roar out
Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast, made by Ramon Crocodilians Productions. Yeah, y'all, this episode I'm going to talk about is the Cloverfield Universe. I love how they did the first Cloverfield, how they did the found footage. It was a thriller. It was also a kaiju film. I love how they did Clover, the giant beast. It's a one thing I forgot to mention in my YouTube video yesterday was that it is a peri a giant parasitic monster. It's a parasite. And it has its parasitic creatures living on it. Which is weird. But it came from the water to attack New York City. And that was pretty much how the storyline goes of Cloverfield 2008 movie. The very first one. I love how they did that one. 10 Cloverfield Lane. The Cloverfield Paradox. I ain't really care about those. Except towards the end of the Cloverfield Paradox. Because it has a tie-in to like the, the first Cloverfield movie. And that's what sets it up as its own universe. My favorite scene of the Cloverfield Paradox was the ending image. Was when they came back to Earth after the guy told them not to go back. But they couldn't stay in space because there was no life up there. And so they pretty much, he said, tell them not to come back. Tell them not to come back. And that's when all hell broke loose. That giant parasitic beast popped out the clouds, started roaring. I knew that was going to be all she wrote. And I found out too, to all of my kaiju listeners out there, my, my real fans, I found out that that's, that's the mama. Not the mama, but that's, that's the adult clover. So, which means the Clover that we seen in the 2008 movie, that was just, that one was a baby. It was just trying to find his mother and his dad. Like his father. Which is a very interesting way about going into a universe. Now, like I said yesterday on my YouTube channel, a very interesting question is does Cloverfield fit into the Godzilla universe? Does Cloverfield connects to the Godzilla universe? My answer would be it's tough to tell but I was looking online at the different kaijus in the Godzilla universe and I seen Clover on there as a part as one of the kaijus so yes my hypothesis would be clover is a part of the godzilla universe as far as the monsterverse it'd be very intriguing to see a few clovers inside the monsterverse to challenge godzilla it would be to see the parent even the baby Clover to challenge Godzilla although Godzilla would just straight up assassinate 
a, a clover, the baby one. It'll be a very interesting movie, but I think the Cloverfield universe is very intriguing because I want to know how many Cloverfield, like clovers, do they have in the Cloverfield universe? It's very interesting. But yeah, y'all, I just wanted to make a podcast for y'all today. I hope y'all have a wonderful day. And <clears throat> watch out for any kaijus. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. See ya. Ramon is out. Doses. versus Gigan movie. I just watched that movie on HBO Max. That movie there was off the chain. It reminded me of Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla. But I get I get into that movie another time. Yeah y'all as y'all can see my niche is kaijus. Kaijus are awesome. And spectacular and very unique and classic but yeah Godzilla versus Gigan was a classic movie if y'all haven't checked that movie out I highly recommend y'all if you love giant monsters go check that movie out because y'all don't want to miss that movie that movie was well I will, I'm gonna just say Yeah, y'all. The action scenes in this film was electric all around. King Ghidorah was in there. I didn't even think they was gonna bring King Ghidorah in this one. I thought it was just gonna be okay. Godzilla and Gigan colliding. Of course, King Ghidorah was on Gigan's side because they both are space monsters. Then they brought Angerus in there. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his name. He's like a porcupine kaiju. He did a phenomenal job in this one. Him and Godzilla was on the same team. So I love how they had two teams against each other. Toho did a phenomenal job with this awesome kaiju film. Like I say, y'all, if y'all haven't checked it out already, go check it out. Y'all don't want to miss this movie. Well, don't. I wouldn't say miss it, but if you're a true monster fan, giant monster fan, this is one of the classics y'all will have to check out. Godzilla vs. Gigan was phenomenal. The reason why I'm doing a, 
a movie review of this is because this movie is just that good. In my opinion, I love how they, how Gaigen was just tearing up Tokyo. Him and King Ghidorah. And then Godzilla and Angus coming through the water. And then I love how they did like a comic style between like when Godzilla and Angus was communicating with each other. I love how they did like a comic style for them to communicate with each other. And in kaiju language, it's awesome. They did a phenomenal job. Because his sister, I think, was a black belt in karate. So she was taking them out. <clears throat> and so they went to rescue. They went to rescue her brother. And that's how everything from the human storyline. That's how everything. The battles took place. And then you have the kaijus. So it was a bit of balance in there. I love how they balanced the storyline out. Cinematography was on point. The acting was pretty good. The um the editing of the film was spot on. I love how they had the lighting. That was top notch. The designs of the kaiju's were amazing although technology wasn't at its best at that point in time but it was an amazing film i highly recommend y'all go check that movie out because if you love a smash if you love a smashing fight scenes brutal Godzilla vs. Gaiden. It's not brutal, but it was more action packed. It was. It was wild. I must put it like that. You know? Yeah, King Ghidorah in 
there is a surprise in the angles. Because I thought it was going to be Godzilla and Gaiden just battling it out. But they had Angris on Godzilla's side and King Ghidorah on Gaiden's side, which was incredible. Yeah, y'all. I highly recommend y'all to go check that film out. Go check it out. Yeah, I don't wanna. Yeah, I don't wanna miss it. Not miss it, but I don't know. I keep saying that, y'all. But if you a true giant monster, aka kaiju fan, that's a classic. That movie right there is a classic to watch. So go check it out. Yeah, y'all, I just wanted to drop an episode on this lovely Friday night. Stay posted, because I have plenty, plenty of more awesome kaiju content coming soon. Please stay posted. Ramon out. Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast by Ramon Crocodilians Productions. Yeah, y'all. Today, I'm back with another episode, a very interesting episode. Today, I will be talking about, well... The topic is going to be the monster from Cloverfield from the 2008 film. And I'm going to say the Queen Muto from Godzilla 2014. Now... What's very interesting about this matchup is that they are both parasite, they are both parasitic kaijus. They are very intriguing. Now, Cloverfield, I'm going to start with Cloverfield. Cloverfield came from the sea and it started attacking like a location. I can't remember what location it attacked it, but then eventually it went into New York City. So like to my listeners out there who's going to listen to this podcast. I don't know if y'all remember if y'all have seen Cloverfield, the first one, the 2008 movie when that para um the Statue of Liberty head fell onto one of the streets in New York City and the humans were running. That was Cloverfield. That was that big giant um kaiju. It was it's a parasite and next thing you know it has a lot of different creatures coming off the creature 
attacking the humans. So suddenly they, they go rampant. Those small parasitic creatures, well, they, they kind of big the humans because they, on Clover, they, they look small. But when it comes to human, they they not really that small. So in the subway scene in Cloverfield, they walk in under in complete darkness and suddenly they start seeing mice running all in one direction so you know if you see that happening that's a bad sign something is coming and it's not good and which fortunately one of the the dudes had turned on the flashlight they started, well, they looked into the ceiling. They, they looked for a second. Then they looked up at the um the railroad tracks ceiling in the subway in New York. They look up. Next thing you know, you see these parasitic creatures, which they were very terrifying. But that's why you don't never go nowhere dark, complete dark, if you can't see nothing. Don't do it. <laughs> but like oh oh we should go down there no y'all shouldn't that's a bad sign if you're going under somewhere where it's super dark and you can't see nothing don't go there common sense to say if something happens y'all can at least find a way to take out the threats or a threat but unfortunately, they didn't have no weapons on them, so they just had to use what they had to use. I think they did, but it wasn't no guns or nothing like that. I would have had a gun. That way it would have said pop, 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 pop. Boom, boom. It would have took them out. And then in another scene in Cloverfield, when there was on this, um, the apartment building, they came across one, or it was a hotel, it was one of the two. And they came across this big, another parasitic creature that they came across in the subway. But fortunately, this was just one of them. And they had they had a chance to hit them. Somebody had, had hit them, distracted them, and they just left. And so Cloverfield, like this, the Clover monster is very intriguing because towards the end of the movie, it raised the debate that... Oh, did they kill this creature? Some people saying they killed them, and some people say it didn't die. So I'm neutral on this one. And yes, Clover Monster has taken some shots. People say a, a guns can can kill them, but truth be told, I don't think no no guns can can kill that creature. It had to take missiles, and they say like if he bites a human, you can explode. If the clover monster bites you, you explode. So that's kind of intriguing. Now, Godzilla 2014. The Mutos. Now, Brody's dad, he was a scientist before he had died. I know many of us have, any of you, not just Monsterverse fans, but if you're a fan of giant monsters... 
And y'all seen the Godzilla 2014 movie. Y'all know where I'm getting ready to go with this. Brody's dad, he was a scientist. So he knew after something incredibly dangerous happened, an explosion happened in the lab. And his wife went down there to investigate it. So somehow the door had shut. They, she couldn't make it. And she had died, unfortunately. And he kept, Brody's dad kept telling the people, Shirazawa and Monarch, that it's, the movements were, you know, they was consistent. Those were electromagnetic posts. And he kept, Studying about echolocation. Brody's dad. And so that's how I know something. Was coming. And eventually. We had a chance to see. It was a muto. A massive unidentified. Terrestrial organism. That's what muto stands for. And. It's very intriguing. Because they have. They do like. That was some of the special abilities which is the electromagnetic pulse that helps them to cut down to shut off electricity then their next special ability is echolocation so that's how they use to communicate I guess um and the mutos they have like these weird legs just like the clover just like clover has clover has the Cloverfield monster also has legs similar to the Mutos too. But Clover has a tail too. But the Mutos don't. However, the male Muto has wings. He can fly. The female Muto, she can't. But she's much bigger than the male Muto. And the Mutos, they also feed off of radiation. That's some of their abilities. That's what they feed on. That's what gives them their echolocation. Well, not echolocation. But that's what gives them their thermal. No, not thermal. I'm tripping. Their electromagnetic pulse. That's what helps them to shut down the, the power. To have balance go unstored. And so, that's what the female, like, that's what the mutos, that's some of their special abilities. That's some of their abilities. Um, it's very intriguing. Now, who I would say will win between Clover from the 2008 movie, that was just a baby. I found out that. It was just looking for its parents. That was just a baby. The parents are like over a thousand feet tall. That's huge. Or you could say about 300 meters and up. If we want to get technical with it. As far as the size of these giant beasts. Yeah, y'all, who I would say will win. A lot of people say the Muto will win. 
because they can do a um like a le- like a um electromagnetic magnetic pulse like a slap like a um a stump. Is it the electromagnetic pulse stump or they can do like a um radiation stump? But I think they do like electromagnetic magnetic pulse stump to where they can that way they can stump and get their enemies' attention, which is Godzilla in the movie, for instance. Now Clover on the other hand, see this why I would have to I, I beg to differ from everyone else because a lot of people are looking at the Muto as just this powerful kaiju that it can't be stopped. Technically, it can. I think if Clover can get a bite in on the Muto, I think Clover can, can really do some damage because people have to think about it like this. A Muto doesn't have atomic breath it doesn't have that that one shot that one superpower that can easily take clover out see the muto yeah they they have that electromagnetic magnetic pulse stump that they do to shut the power off or it's another name for it i'm just not too sure right now but and people forgetting that Clover has a tail. So only thing Clover has to do is use its speed. Although the Mutos were pretty durable and fast. You know, they were agile. Especially the male Muto. The female, she was tough. But she wasn't that durable in my opinion. Now Clover was pretty durable too. Even for a baby. And it's very fascinating. They both are parasites. They both have a lot of creatures in their species. So that's what make this will be a one heck of a movie, in my opinion. But like I say, y'all, if I had to pick who I think will win, I'm gonna go for the upset. I think Clover will win because the reason why I say Clover will win against a Muto, against the female Muto. People, if y'all listening to this, call me crazy, but people are forgetting that Clover has some advantages. If Clover can get a bite in, like I just said a few moments ago, can get a bite in on a Muto, it could be trouble. And then not only that, if Clover, Clover, people forgetting that Clover, not only does Clover has a tail, yes, it will have to keep hitting the Muto. But eventually, yes, he could it could get tired out. Now, Clover has those small parasitic creatures on them. People forgetting forgetting about those. If those small, if, if tons of them small, like if a bunch of them small parasitic creatures get on a muto, that's trouble. 
because if they could bite on the muto like eyes and stuff that's trouble for a muto reason being is because those parasitic creatures they have some strong bites to them i seen how they were in cloverfield the 2008 film they ain't nothing nice so it'll be a very interesting movie i would love to see that because the clover monster from cloverfield the 2008 movie although it was a baby and against a muto they are both very similar and they are both different in the same way at the same time you know but they're both unique giant monsters they are very unique in their own ways but i feel like clover shouldn't be counted out i think a lot of people tend to underestimate clover against these other kaijus because it doesn't have no special abilities but it does have small parasitic creatures that could be a distraction to to help clover get that one lick in that's what a lot of people tend to not think about they have to go back and rewatch clover field from the 2008 movie to see how those small little creatures can make a difference because sometimes things that are small can make the biggest difference people forgetting that but yeah y'all sorry for this long podcast i did today i had to come back with something y'all um i'm just putting on for y'all every friday i'm gonna do my best to drop a episode of my podcast to my listeners out there i truly appreciate y'all keep spreading the word if you know anyone that is a giant monster fan or a monsterverse fan don't forget to share my podcast i'm gonna continue to promote my podcast and so it can grow so let me know what y'all think on my youtube channel ramon crocodilians productions that's my youtube channel for those who doesn't have my youtube channel there y'all go y'all have a wonderful weekend and i'll see y'all again next week deuces Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast by Ramon Crocodilians Productions. Yeah, y'all. Yeah, y'all. The Ramon Kaiju Podcast. Today's episode is going to be about... Godzilla versus Kong or G I'm gonna say GVK2 villain or villains my prediction now this is actually quite interesting because I'm curious to see when they're gonna make a Godzilla versus Kong 2 movie hopefully if Godzilla and Kong can if, if they f- somehow fight again, 
I think Cones should get the best of Godzilla this time. But knowing them, they're going to let Godzilla win again. Because he's more the fan favorite. He has a bigger fan base. But realistically, Kong will win. Because he's a, a giant ape. Even if he's at a disadvantage, that axe can do some damage to Godzilla. And I feel like Kong is going to be much better with his axe. But anyway, that's that's for another episode. This episode is going to be... Like, I'm going to predict who I think should be the villain. I would love to see Gigan in the Monsterverse. I would love to see either Gigan, Space Godzilla, Destroyer, Super Mecha Godzilla, or um, Mecha, Mecha Ghidorah. Now, out of those four, the possible villains who I think is going to be in the Godzilla vs. Kong 2 movie, I think is either going to be Gigan, Space Godzilla, or Destroyer. Those ha- those three characters have the biggest chance at making, making it into GVK2. I think it'll be very fascinating to see those two, I mean, those one of those three villains in the movie, or possibly two of them. We never know. But I think Destroyer will need like a whole set of kaijus in there to, to take him out. Destroyer ain't no joke. I think Destroyer might be the most powerful kaiju right now in the kaiju world aka giant monster world then you have mecha king Ghidorah but mecha king Ghidorah has a slim chance at making it but we never know it all depends if Toho can let legendary use the rights to these characters but I think Gigan Space Godzilla and Destroyer have the biggest chance at making it into GVK2, in my opinion. I think they both have the biggest chance because, I mean, all three of them, more than Mecha King Ghidorah. I'm not saying Mecha King Ghidorah doesn't have a chance, but I just think he has a slim chance due to the rights of Toho possibly letting Legendary use him into the the movie because they did use Mecha Godzilla as King Ghidorah for like his DNA so that's why I say Mecha King Ghidorah has a slim chance at, ret- at making it into the Monsterverse but it's possible they could go with Mecha King Ghidorah because they could use Mecha Godzilla's DNA or somehow use the machine like they could find his head from after GVK and they could somehow implement Mecha King Ghidorah into the mix so anything is possible really that would be very fascinating then Destroyer 
Destroyer is gonna be something serious. But I think it's possible it could be Gigan too, because Gigan he could possibly in the Hago Earth. He could have been down there for decades at the Godzilla Final Wars. And somehow they find a way to bring him back. They didn't they didn't know he was in the Hago Earth until the scientists do like a like a or the military or somebody or a few a group of them go down there and discover Gigan's origins which can bring him into the mix or destroy his organs I mean origins I don't know y'all it'll be fascinating what y'all think do y'all think the villain in GVK2 should be I don't know I think we just gonna have to wait and time to see who's gonna be the villain. I know it's gonna be one of them, or they might end up creating a new villain for GVK2. We're gonna see. Hopefully they bring the Skullcrawlers back and the Warbats back in this one. And hopefully we they can do something with it. But if I had to, like, I would love to see Super Mecha Godzilla, because he's always a possibility, too. They could bring Super Mecha Godzilla into the mix if they don't do Mecha Ghidorah. Anything is quite possible. We will see. Yeah, y'all. This wraps up the episode of the Ramon kaiju podcast have a safe and blessed weekend everyone watch out so you don't get stepped on by a kaiju doses Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast. Today, I will break down the new Godzilla short kaiju film. Yeah, y'all. So today, I'm back with a new podcast and the new Toho Godzilla kaiju short film is coming. He's gonna fight Hedora. It's a weird kaiju. And they're gonna bring him back. So, yeah, y'all, Godzilla is coming back. Unfortunately, not on the big screen, but he's gonna come out somewhere on, on one of the platforms. So, I can't wait to see. It comes out, no, it releases November 3rd of this year so we don't have too much longer to wait giant monsters fans stay stay tuned because awesome things are on the way
I have plenty more awesome kaiju podcasts. Eventually, I'm going to upgrade. So, y'all stay stay posted for that. Um, yeah, y'all. I look forward to seeing that Godzilla short film. I really do. I look forward to it. I want to see what abilities Godzilla is going to bring to Hedora. And I'm curious to see how Hedora is going to do as far as his abilities. So I look forward to it. Yep. Um, yeah, y'all. My Godzilla and Kong comedy video is coming. On my YouTube channel. So stay posted for that. I look forward to. Seeing Godzilla and Kong. Trash talk each other. <laughs> on the camera. That's going to be hilarious. But yeah y'all. I just wanted to drop a short. Quick podcast for y'all. Letting y'all know. There is a new Godzilla. Short film. Releasing on November 3rd, 2021. So stay posted for that, y'all. And I will talk to y'all soon. Deuces. Ramon is out. Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast by Ramon Crocodilius Production. Yeah, y'all, I'm back again with another episode today. This episode gonna be about MonsterVerse, Godzilla, I mean Mecha Godzilla. excuse me. Versus Shin Godzilla, and I'm gonna do the Mecha Godzilla 2021 Legendary, you know, the Monsterverse version against the 2016 fourth form Shin Godzilla. This will be a very interesting fight, y'all, because. Shin Godzilla, I'm gonna start out with him. 2016 version. Shin Godzilla. Now his arms ain't that big, unfortunately, but his legs are huge. Shin Godzilla has very tough skin. You know, if y'all seen the 2016 version of Shin Godzilla, which I highly recommend y'all if you're a true kaiju fan. Or if you're in or you're a fan of the monster verse in general. Go check out Shin Godzilla 2016. Shin Godzilla is a monster. When I tell y'all he's a monster, he's a monster. Like, 
I love his form, his design. It give him that monster look, that giant beast look. Um, yeah, y'all, Shin Godzilla. That joke ain't that nice. He could burst fire out of his mouth. He could burst like purple atomic breath from his mouth. And he can um he took 16,000 rounds of bullets, even missiles. And that didn't really stop him. The only time one missile had hurt him was because he wasn't expecting it. And then after that he started blasting them purple radiation beams from his back. From his, his dorsal plates. I said, whoa. Shin Godzilla is a beast. Like, y'all, I'm telling y'all, he's a monster. He ain't nothing nice. And he he was quite smart. He was, he was I give him intelligence. He was quite... I could pretty much say he was kind of agile. Because when he was coming in, before he was going into his fourth form... He was he was evolving. Like he was evolving into his, his fourth form. Now Mecha Godzilla on the other hand in in the Monsterverse Legendary version This Joker ain't nothing nice either. Like he's a beast. I was upset how Mecha Godzilla took out the Skullcrawler, but I was like it makes sense cause for those who don't know, if you're a giant monster fan, if y'all don't know this, Mecha Godzilla has Ghidorah DNA inside of him. In legendary Mecha Godzilla, like his superpower is like. His special ability is like to burst red atomic breath from his mouth. And he was actually very agile. He was tough. Very quick for a giant beast like him. Because I think, yeah, Mechagodzilla Monsterverse version, he's like 459 feet. Shin Godzilla was 389 feet. So... But anyway, like I say, y'all, Mecha Godzilla Monsterverse version, he could burst like red atomic breath. And not only that, he could like just how if y'all seen Godzilla versus Kong, that was tight how he was able to jump up and throw a Superman punch at Godzilla and boom, knocked him, knocked him on his, on his dorsal plates. Well, on his side. But that was still very cool how Mecha Godzilla was able to land the Superman punch on Godzilla's jaw. That was incredible. Like I say, y'all, for a mechanized, for a robotic giant monster, that was incredible. But he is quite very intelligent. So, of course, he had a bit of the intelligence advantage over Godzilla and GVK. Over Gojira. Now Shin Gojira would be this this battle would be a very tough one because Shin 
Gojira was very he was quite quick. He was quite quick. He was very he was more durable than anything because Shin Gojira took 16,000 rounds of missiles and bullets or mostly bullets as I said a few moments ago. This would be a very tough one, y'all, because they both could blast different. They could both blast atomic breath, but they just have different colors. And their powers, like the. How should I say this? Like their freaking. Power blast could be different. Like how high of the atomic breath they can breathe because Shin Godzilla he told one of them cities up I think it was Tokyo he was destroying in Japan and next thing you know the city was on fire but like I said y'all my prediction who I think will win when it comes down to the real winner I think a lot of people tend to underestimate Shin Godzilla even with him fighting legendary Godzilla, I think Shin Godzilla from the 2016, his fourth form, I think he was more durable than legendary Godzilla. If y'all don't know, go back and watch it. Shin Godzilla 2016, he took 16,000 rounds of bullets. The monster, the monsterverse Godzilla, I don't know. I can't say the same, but the MonsterVerse Godzilla, he was durable too. But I think Shin Godzilla will come out as the winner against Mecha Godzilla from the MonsterVerse version. But it will be a very interesting battle for the villains. That would be a very interesting one, in my opinion. But yeah, y'all, I just wanted to make an episode of my podcast today get at me I'll holla at y'all later adios Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast. This won't be a long episode, y'all. It's going to be a short one. I'm going to just say... I'm going to get into the designs and stuff, but... I'm going to just say the 2021 Godzilla short film, it was awesome. It was actually like a real feature film of Godzilla taking on a kaiju named Hedorah. It was awesome. The cinematography, the visual effects, the acting of the monsters, the monster roars were just top notch. It deserves an Oscar. It deserves multiple Oscars, actually, for short film. I will vote for Godzilla 2021 short film because I love the way they did Godzilla. But like I say, y'all, I'm going to get into that in another episode. 
I just wanted to drop something for y'all, but like I say, y'all, the the cast and the crew behind this short film, Toho, did a fantastic job. It's the reason why Godzilla is the king of the monsters. Hedora was just one weird villainous kaiju in the short film, but it was top notch. I enjoyed it. So kaiju fans, sci-fi fans, if y'all haven't watched this movie already, go check this short film out. It's on YouTube. Go check it out. I did a YouTube video. Of, yeah, I did a YouTube video. Go check out my Godzilla 2021 short film review part one. It's out. It's on my YouTube channel. Ramon Crocodilians Productions. And... Yeah, y'all, next episode, I'm going to get into the designs and stuff like that with the um, kaijus. So, stay posted. I hope y'all have a wonderful Friday evening. I will talk to y'all soon. Deuces. podcast this evening I will talk about the appearance of Godzilla in Hedorah from the 2021 Godzilla short film um yeah I'm gonna start off with Hedorah Hedorah is this giant look like a crustacean creature it has like dark orange and light orange or a red orange like eyes and it has like amazing features to him he can grab stuff he can walk he has like some long spikes out of his own on his arms like on the inside of his arms he has like claws and he can shoot out. I think he was pooping concrete in the short film. It's on YouTube. Kaiju fans, if y'all want to go watch it. Um, that was a very, very awesome short film. I truly enjoyed it. I wish it could have been longer, but it's cool. I enjoyed it. Um... And yeah, Hedorah, he sh- it's like he shot out smoke, but the after effect of his smoke was ice. And that's how he was able to turn Godzilla like around his eyes into ice, which was very cool. And Godzilla made him hit the, the like after he started colliding for a while, a little while, he knocked Godzilla had like made Hedora hit the um the lines like the um like the electric lines and Hedora was able to um 
absorb electricity like orange electricity in the restless history but yeah like I love his appearance I thought they gave him a very creepy look which is very interesting um Godzilla I love well before I get to Godzilla last thing for Hedora I love his sound it was kind of it was a, a little bit weak but it was it was unique um I love how he was able to run a little bit um he was able to grab one of the the um I think it was from a chemical. He was able to, like a chemical plant building or something. And he was able to grab it. But Godzilla had came close to stopping him. But anyway, Godzilla, on the other hand, I love his design. I love how they had him with, like, small, like, ears. Like, I love how they made Godzilla look very ancient. Due to his own, like his skin, his scales on his skin. Um, I love his growl. That was scary. I love how he did his eyes as well. It was very terrifying. I love his teeth. He had some nice sized teeth. And uh, I love his claws. I just love his design. His design remind me of the Godzilla Final Wars appearance. When he was in um, Final Wars, I truly enjoyed his look. In the 2021 short film on um, YouTube, it was awesome. But yeah, Kaiju fans, get at me. Go, if y'all haven't checked out the short film, go check it out now. It's out on YouTube. Go check it out. I hope y'all have a wonderful weekend, and I'll see y'all next Friday. Deuces. to the Ramon Kaiju podcast next Friday sorry y'all I haven't been consistent with my content lately I just been focused on other stuff um next Friday I will drop some new content I just been focused on other stuff y'all so more content is coming soon so stay posted i have more awesome kaiju breakdowns to do more awesome podcast kaiju podcast on the way stay posted i have plenty plenty of awesome kaiju podcasts to do so stay posted for that y'all New content is coming.
Just make sure y'all go to my YouTube channel, which is Ramon Crocodilians Productions. I haven't made no YouTube videos lately either, but I, I'm getting back on my grind soon. Don't y'all worry, I'm getting back on it. Yeah, stay posted, y'all. I have plenty more content coming. Stay posted, and uh, I'll let y'all later. Deuces. Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast. Yeah, y'all. My next episode, I'm going to break down a very intriguing matchup between the God Incarnate, which is Shin Godzilla from the 2016 Shin Godzilla film. And I'm going to go ahead and break down the Monsterverse. Ghidorah, a.k.a. Monster Zero, or a.k.a. King Ghidorah, from the 2019 Godzilla King of the Monsters film. I'm going to get into that very interesting battle. I think that'll be a scrap. But it'll be a very intriguing fight between two most... Between two of the most powerful kaijus in the kaiju universe, in the kaiju world. I think that it'd be a very fascinating fight for any giant monster fans, any Monsterverse fans out here. Seeing the God Incarnate and Monster Zero collide, that would be a very... That'd be a very big battle, in my opinion. I would love to see that happen. I would love to see these two I would love to see these two badass villains collide. Kaiju villains take try to take each other out or see who's the more powerful king. I would love to see that. Although Ghidorah in the Monsterverse does have some advantages over Shin Godzilla, but also Shin Godzilla has an advantage over Ghidorah as well. So it'll be fascinating. But yeah, y'all, I will be back with some more episodes. Um, Stay posted and... Y'all have a wonderful weekend. I will be back. And this time I will be do my very best to be more consistent with my episodes. So stay posted. And y'all have a blessed and safe weekend. And I'll see y'all here next Friday. Deuces.
to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast for more awesome giant monster slashing and smashing content. Go follow my podcast on Spotify to listen true kaiju fans. Y'all won't be disappointed. Stay tuned. Deuces. Yeah, y'all, this Ramon. I'm back again with another episode on my Spotify this Friday. Yeah, y'all, I'm gonna get into the Pacific Rim movies. Can't forget about them. The first Pacific Rim had Idris Elba in it. And there was in these Jaegers, they was taking down kaijus, these giant monsters that were attacking San Francisco and around the world. And they had to use these giant robotics, like these giant robots to help them fight these giant monsters called kaijus, aka Japanese term for kaiju, I mean for giant monster, which is kaijus. So they had to stop them and take them down before they was gonna destroy cities and destroy humanity. And so Pacific Rim Uprising, which is the reading, which is the sequel to the first Pacific Rim movie it was actually a very interesting movie because Pacific Rim Uprising had a lot of monsters in it too it was it was a very good movie I haven't seen it in a while but that was a very good movie and they had the guy from Star Wars the black guy I don't know his name but he was they had a very good cast in Pacific Rim Uprising and I truly enjoyed that movie because I seen some awesome kaijus that just stood out to me like the mega kaiju he was pretty he was a beast he was tearing them up he was he was big he was humongous and in the first Pacific Rim, I think they say the biggest and the strongest of the kaijus. And he was a category five. So they categorized them like hurricanes. So the biggest one though was the cat five. And his name was Slattering. He was a beast. So I just need to rewatch the Pacific Rim movies. Yeah, like it was just amazing because how powerful these kaijus really were, and they were just huge. It was just incredible. Yeah, y'all, they had Charlie Day. He was in 
Dr. Newton Geisler. He was in part one of Pacific Rim and part two. And then, oh yeah, the guy that, that was Idris Elba's son in part two, Pacific Rim Uprising. His name is John Boyega. Great act, great actor. Overall, though, they gave it a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb. I think this movie was really good. People just don't like giant monster movies like that. But that's okay. No movie is perfect. And you have Leatherback. He was pretty big. Raiju, he was like the crocodile. But this is Slattern. It's the ultimate force of the, of the original film. Oteshi is among the most memorable. Yeah, Ragnarok. This is very interesting kaijus in the Pacific Rim universe. Very interesting. Their roars, I'm gonna have to go back and discuss them. And they also have an anime series, but I haven't checked it out on Netflix yet. Pacific Rim. Black, the Black, Pacific Rim, the Black, it's on Netflix, I haven't checked it out yet, but I should, the Pacific Rim movies are awesome, but yeah, y'all, I just wanted to drop a episode for y'all today, Next Friday for Christmas Eve. Um, if I don't be on here next Friday, I hope y'all have a Merry Christmas and I will be back on here soon. Y'all have a wonderful evening and weekend. Deuces. Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast. For more awesome giant monster content, go follow my podcast on Spotify to listen. True Kaiju fans, y'all won't be disappointed. Stay tuned. Deuces. Yeah, y'all. I'm back again with another podcast. I know today I don't normally do podcasts on Thursdays. That's because I'm getting ready to go out of town tomorrow. 
so I won't be able to do it. Um, yeah, y'all, this podcast, I'm going to actually talk about, I'm going to actually talk about an actually good fight that I would love to see. And that'll be, I actually would love to see. Slattern from Pacific Rim against Burning Godzilla. That'd be a very good fight. Slattern was pretty big in the Pacific Rim film. Of course, I'm going to have to go back and watch it because I want to see how powerful Slattern is. I know how powerful Burning Godzilla is from Godzilla King of the Monsters. Um, I'm at the go back, do my homework on it, on both of these awesome kaijus. Um, yeah, y'all. I think, like, even Godzilla in his regular form in King of the Monsters, or even in GVK, Godzilla versus Kong, at his full power, I would love to see. Like I say, y'all, it don't have to be burning Godzilla, but it can be Godzilla in his regular form or how he was in Godzilla Aftershock when he had that energy cloud from his dorsal plates. I would love to see Godzilla um, I would love to see Godzilla take on Slattern from the Pacific Rim film. Matter of fact, it'll actually be a very interesting battle because Slattern, I heard he was pretty humongous as far as his size in Pacific Rim. They say he was the strongest. He fought against the Jaegers. He breached in in the year 2025, January 12th. Of course, now he's deceased. His origin is in the Antiverse. His height is unbelievable for a kaiju. 596 feet. That's huge. His weight is 6,750 tons, but I think Godzilla weighs more, but he just has the height. And his behavior is dominant. He's very toxic. His power, you know, he has that reptilian scale. He's highly resilient. He's dangerous. Oh yeah, Slattern was a beast. I think that'll be a very intriguing fight seeing Godzilla and Slattern going at it. And they say he, his body can take a lot of attacks. So, but I think Godzilla will win if I had to choose who will win because Godzilla has that armor. Well, they both have reptilian scaling. So that'll make this a more interesting battle. But still, if Godzilla puts that atomic breath on him for long enough, 
eventually get in close range where he can just take and grab his head like he did that the female Muto in Godzilla 2014. I think Godzilla would take this one, no doubt. Slattern was a beast, so he would make he would make it hard for Godzilla because of his height and how his body can take a lot of attacks. So he would make it challenging for Godzilla to really put some damage on him. He would make it tough for Gojira. But other than that, I would love to see this epic kaiju battle. I think it'll be very interesting. Although, like I said, I have to go with Godzilla on this one. But I do think it'll be a very interesting battle. It'll be very interesting. But yeah, everyone, I just wanted to make a quick podcast for y'all today. Um, I have plenty more awesome kaiju slash monsterverse content coming. Stay posted because I'm just getting started, you know. And besides... I have some things I'm working on outside of my podcast that are kaiju related that I can't wait for y'all to see. So to all of my listeners out there, just know I have awesome and plenty more kaiju content for y'all. I have plenty more. Stay posted. I hope y'all have a Merry Christmas and I will holla at y'all later. Adios. Kaiju fans, y'all won't be disappointed. Yeah, y'all. This is going to be my last podcast. Kaiju podcast. Sci-fi podcast. Of 2021. Yeah, y'all. It's been a year. It's been a pretty smooth year on here. Starting out as a podcaster. On Anchor. Spotify, Google Podcasts, any other podcast that channel, distribution channel that my podcast is on. So it's been a pleasure, but the hard work doesn't stop. The grind, the hustle doesn't stop. We finna keep on chasing greatness in 2022. So yeah, y'all, I will talk about more kaiju awesome content i'm gonna talk about gamera i'm bringing gamera into the mix i'm gonna talk about the monster hunter movie yeah y'all Ooh, i have some awesome 
like I said, y'all have some awesome content coming. Y'all might want to stay tuned. Get your popcorn ready. Get your soda, drinks, anything you have. Get it ready because I'm coming. And I'm coming with full force in 2022. On here, I'm coming with it. Theories, movies, comics. I'm talking about it all. I'm coming. I'm coming. Stay tuned. Stay posted because greatness awaits us in 2022. So it's time to keep on working, keep on grinding, keep on hustling. Let's go. I will see y'all in 2022. And I'm not sure what day yet, but I know it's going to be a Friday. So be on the lookout. Y'all have a safe and blessed New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Stay safe. Know y'all limit and drinking, like I said on my YouTube channel a little while ago. Just know your limit and have fun. Deuces. to the Ramon Kaiju podcast for more awesome giant monster content go follow the Ramon Kaiju podcast on Spotify to listen true kaiju fans y'all won't be disappointed stay tuned deuces happy new year 2022 now to my Kaiju fans out there, Monsterverse fans, sci-fi fans, whatever y'all want to call it. Um, Yeah, y'all, to those who are going to be listening to this podcast, just know I have some booming Kaiju content that's going ready to smash the ground smash buildings okay i hope y'all 20 22 is going great mine's are going okay but yeah y'all it's time to do it this is the year before i get into the the episode this is the year to make everything happen go ahead and chase your goals, your dreams, etc. Whatever you want to call it, go ahead and chase them. Um, yeah. Just go for it. Life is too short. But okay, though. The kaiju content I'm going to do are theories. I'm going to do mostly verses. Some very interesting verses, giant monster verses, smash ups. I'm gonna call them smash ups, not match ups. Smash ups. That way they could smash each other. But I'm gonna do my kaiju giant monster smash ups, which are verses. Um, for example, like. Gamera versus Shin Godzilla, for example. 
I'm gonna talk about matchups like that because those are very intriguing fights. But yeah, y'all. Not next Friday because I'm gonna probably be going out of town. But that following week, I'm gonna go ahead and start start getting this year underway. This year is just this episode was just an introductory to flying into 2022 what I have in store y'all and I have a lot of awesome kaiju content that's coming so hang in there with me y'all if y'all can share this podcast with other sci-fi fans who may like this these types of topics share it with them it's okay share it with them i'm looking to build my fan base but yeah y'all i will see y'all soon deuces y'all have a wonderful weekend deuces Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast. I have awesome news for y'all Kaiju and Monsterverse fans out there. There is a new Godzilla live action TV show series coming to Apple TV+. And fortunately from what I'm hearing of the new shit like on the app it's an app and fortunately it's gonna be on android too so if you're a samsung user lg etc it's not just for apple it's for samsung as well like android as well excuse me this is awesome i look forward to seeing how this new monsterverse series with godzilla and the titans live action tv show series is gonna play out i'm very curious and for what i heard legendary has bought the rights from toho to use godzilla not just for this tv show series but for f- future movies as well so this is awesome so godzilla 3 we might be getting it but in due time so yeah this is awesome news y'all because i'm curious to see how this godzilla and the titans live action first monsterverse tv show series is gonna play out i'm very curious so to my listeners out there look it up on google just know it's true y'all Godzilla TV show Monsterverse series is coming it's coming so be on the lookout for it y'all it's coming oh yeah I look forward to it 
But yeah, y'all, I just wanted to drop this awesome podcast for y'all. And before I go, there is, from what I heard on on another YouTuber's, on another YouTuber's channel, I found out that there is a MonsterVerse movie in pre-production it just haven't been confirmed so i guess legendary and warner brothers are keeping it low-key but i don't know how true it is but that's what i heard a monsterverse movie it is currently in pre-production so we will see but i look forward to this godzilla in the Titans live action MonsterVerse TV show series. I look forward to it. But yeah, y'all. I hope y'all have a wonderful evening. And I will see y'all back here next Friday. Hopefully I can start doing some more on Saturday nights. Start doing some podcasts on Saturday nights. But for right now, Friday nights are good for me. So, I'm going to stick to Friday nights for right now. But yeah, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful weekend. And I will see y'all back here next Friday night. Deuces. on Spotify to listen true kaiju fans y'all won't be disappointed stay tuned deuces welcome monsterverse sci-fi fans if you're a fan of giant beast smashing you are gonna love this news the MonsterVerse are expanding. They are finally continuing with the MonsterVerse after after like nine, eight, seven months of no news. So fortunately, they are moving forward with the MonsterVerse. But Legendary and to- Legendary Toho and Apple. TV Plus have made a deal. They're going to put Godzilla. New TV series on Apple TV Plus. A lot of people are freaking out over it. Me as a true Godzilla fan. I think this is a great opportunity. Especially if Apple TV Plus has a deal that they can't refuse for the license. I say go for it. The sky is the limit. This is a perfect opportunity. And I will I'm curious to see how this monster verse 
Godzilla TV show plays out. It's going to be very interesting. Because it's going to be like a human family. Like It's still unnamed, but the name they're going for is Hourglass. Because that's the Monsterverse logo. But they haven't chose a name yet. So I'm curious to see how this is going to unfold. Um, like it's going to be like about Monarch and they're going to try to discover more about the Titans and I'm curious to see who Godzilla is going to fight this is going to be live action fortunately and I'm curious to see how this show is going to unfold as far as the storyline of Godzilla because they said it takes place between the 2014 Godzilla and the 2019 Godzilla film which is Godzilla King of the Monsters so it takes place between there and I can't wait to see what titans they're gonna have in there smashing clashing getting into all kind of stuff just destroying being severe destructors. <laughs> no, I'm just playing y'all, but still. Still, this is this is awesome news. If you're a fan of kaijus, the monsterverse, and or sci-fi in general, this is awesome news. Because Godzilla, he's an icon. He's a legend. Same difference, but yeah. I just want it to be extra. <laughs> but yeah, y'all. Not to, oh yeah, not to mention Netflix. I think they both are in production. I think the new Godzilla Monsterverse TV show, I think it's in development because they haven't chose a name for the show yet, an official name for the show. But, and I'm gonna do another episode when they do come out with the name but Netflix are doing the King Kong anime series I'm not sure what the name on that one is going to be either but this is awesome I'm curious to see a King Kong anime we need a King Kong anime King Kong is a legend too I love me some King Kong and man Godzilla But yeah, these are just fantastic news. Yep. And I'm also curious to see what humans are going to be in the Godzilla Monsterverse live action TV show on Apple Plus. I'm curious. Like, are they going to do the Brodies again? Are they going to go with the Russells from King of the Monsters? Because the Brodies was in the 2014 Godzilla movie. So, I'm curious. Um, yeah, I'm just curious to see where they going to shoot this TV show at. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. 
But yeah, y'all, I just wanted to make a podcast for y'all this evening. Y'all have a wonderful evening. Deuces. Welcome to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast. For more awesome kaiju content, go to the Ramon Kaiju Podcast. Kaiju fans, y'all won't be disappointed. Stay tuned. What's popping? To all of my kaiju, sci-fi, and or monsterverse fans out there. Yeah, y'all. We're back again. I'm back again with another awesome podcast. Um, it's a lot of kaiju, giant monsters smashing, destructive. Roaring action, job dropping action out there for us to, for me to talk about here on my podcast. Um, yeah, y'all. Like the new MonsterVerse expansion is very interesting. Godzilla show with the new Godzilla series live action TV show on Apple TV Plus and the new King Kong anime that's gonna come on Netflix it's intriguing how it's not going to none of these shows are going to HBO Max I don't know if it's me but have y'all found that quite interesting Cause I know I have. Um, I guess they want to do something new with the series, which I can truly respect. That I have no choice, but it's quite interesting. Um, I really think the Godzilla live-action TV show is gonna be amazing. It's going to be fantastic. I feel like it's going to do really well on Apple TV+. Plus, As they say, you know, it has high-quality movies, etc. on their streaming service, from what I heard. So that lets me know right there, Godzilla has a chance to do really well on Apple TV+. Plus. As far as the King Kong enemy series, on the other hand, on Netflix, it's going to be quite interesting because I want to see how this anime is going to play out. I want to see what monsters as well is going to be in Skull, like in the King Kong enemy or on Skull Island. If they have the story takes place in Skull Island. It could take place in the Hollow Earth. So I'm glad the MonsterVerse, the MonsterVerse is expanding. They decide, decided to continue with it. 
it's going to be quite interesting. It's also going to be quite interesting to see what giant beast Godzilla is going to have to fight in his new series on HBO. Excuse me, on Apple TV Plus. It's going to be something to see. I would love to see Gigan in the new Godzilla Monsterverse live action TV show series on Apple TV Plus. I would love to see Destroyer, Biollante, Super Mecha Godzilla, um, The Resurrection of Ghidorah, or have Mecha King Ghidorah fight Godzilla. That'll make for an epic giant monster TV show series. As far as Godzilla goes, it'll be something to see. But yeah, y'all, that's the MonsterVerse expansion. They're continuing with it, so those are the the upcoming installments in the MonsterVerse. And on two different streaming services. So. Yeah, y'all. To all of my podcast listeners, my true fans out there that's going to listen to this podcast. Just know. I am so thankful for y'all. Truly, I am. Just stay, stay posted because I have a lot more awesome giant monster clashing, smashing, roaring topics to get into on my podcast. So stay posted for those. And I'll see y'all next Friday. Deuces.